Hello, everyone, and welcome to Thrifters Villa, a podcast for resellers and entrepreneurs. I'm Daniela, and this is our official welcome <laughs> to season five of Thrifters Villa. We are so excited to bring you this episode this week. This has been in the works for over a month or two, um, but we got to sit down with Sarah, one of the co-founders of Benny. So Benny is an extension and an app that you can use to search the secondhand markets for items. Seriously, if you're an online sourcer or you are someone that likes to find goods secondhand, game changer. It is such a great product. We're excited to have Sarah on and give us a little bit of backstory of how Benny even came about, uh, the things that they're working on, Sarah's backstory, which is really interesting as well. Uh, so I hope you enjoy this conversation and we will see you at the table. Hey everyone, welcome back to our first episode of season five. And I have a really exciting guest with me today. I'm so excited. I have Sarah here. She is from this wonderful extension and app that we've talked about before called Benny. And she is going to tell us all about it. Hi, Sarah. Welcome to Thrifters Villa. Hi. Thanks so much for having me. I'm, I'm stoked to be here. Yeah, I'm excited. This has been an, uh, in the works for a few weeks. We had some scheduling issues, but we're, we're good now. Um, I, I'm first, I, I, you told me how you heard about Thrifters Villa, so I want you to share with everyone else how you heard about Thrifters Villa and that brought you on here today. Yeah, well, it was super cool. We have at Benny, you know, a, how did you hear about a survey? And we, I saw one come through that somebody had heard about Benny through Thrifters Villa, the podcast, and I had, hadn't heard of it. So I went and listened to a few episodes and, and heard Benny mentioned, which is, you know, just like still surreal uh, being an, a pretty early stage startup. And yeah, so then we got connected and super excited to now be part of the community and get to share a little bit more about Benny. Yeah, I think it's, really great that you guys are trying to integrate into the reselling community as well, because it's going to be a big market. I think for you guys, there are so many of us that not only shop secondhand, but also look for these items secondhand to resell ourselves. So um, uh, thank you whoever it is out there <laughs> that, that told Benny that you heard about them on Thrifters Villa. We appreciate that. Uh, okay. So before we get into like what Benny is and all that, Let's have everyone get to know who you are, Sarah, what your backstory is, and then how Benny came about. Yeah. Um, so my backstory, um, I like to start with kind of mentioning that I've always sort of been like a waste trash nerd in some way. Like when I was a kid, I would, I would sort of be the one that would like turn off my siblings' water when they were brushing their teeth, and I would collect what some might call trash, what I might call fun things you can make into crafts <laughs> and use as containers and stuff. So I've always sort of been fascinated about like using resources as best as possible. Um, and so then as I moved into my career, I, I kind of had that sustainability lens, was was interested in the waste side of things. Um, but I started, I was mostly in food and ag uh, for my career prior to Benny. So uh, worked first at a bank focused on food and ag companies, um, found banking was not my personal calling, but I got to work with a lot of um, really cool food and ag startups um, at the time in, in 2015. It was sort of this new hot thing of these early stage food and ag companies, and a lot of them were really working on, on really big sustainability issues um, via you know, kind of cool consumer products and new business models. And I really loved that. And so 
I um, transitioned to Imperfect Foods after the bank, which is a um, grocery company focused on fighting food waste. So it was very much in line with my passion around reducing waste yeah. and uh, accelerating the circular economy. And one of the things that I loved at Imperfect was their goal was really to make the sustainable solution also very attractive and convenient and affordable for everybody. I think often in sustainability, it's sort of like, hey, you should do this thing and now jump through 20 hoops to do it or pay a bunch of money to do it. And I loved the idea of saying, kind of looking at the system and trying to make um, make the sustainable decision the easy decision. Um, and so I took that lens with me from Imperfect and, and I went to business school and it was there that I sort of, you know, had this background. And then personally, I was trying to shop secondhand online a lot. It was COVID and I was like, this is kind of hard. And I was having conversations with so many friends and they'd say something like, I know I should buy secondhand, but I just don't. Like, I get it. It's cheaper, more sustainable. Cool, cool, cool. Like, I don't know where to start. I don't want to learn a new way of shopping. I don't want to scroll for three hours. Um, and so that kind of gap between the shopper's intention and what they were actually doing was really intriguing. Um, and so that's where Benny came uh, came out of. And Benny started and, and is still to this day um, a, a browser extension was our first product where essentially we would bring resale to shoppers while they were shopping on any site online. So let's say you're shopping on Nike, you're looking at Nike Air Force Ones, Benny will pop down and say, hey, you can find these same shoes on Poshmark or eBay or The Real Real um, to really make it so that um, it's easy to find and buy secondhand. Uh, so that's where we started. That was uh, 2020. Um, so it's been a journey and we've expanded, which we can talk about, but that's kind of the backstory of me and Benny. So Benny is woman owned, correct? Mm -hmm. We are female. Yeah, we are female founded, led and backed uh, okay. financially. So we have the lucky opportunity to have a full, fully female board of directors, which is very rare. I think you know, we're kind of trying to, wasn't necessarily intentional. And sometimes we're like, oh, we should probably yeah. have some diversity. But, um, but yeah, it's been a really cool journey um, to, to be in, in the, in, unfortunately, the minority of, of VC-backed startups uh, being surrounded by awesome women. Yeah, I think that's great. So probably one of the first things that uh, jumped out at me when I first threw up any, I was like, this is cool. It's a bunch of strong females coming together, creating a really cool extension having to do with shopping is exactly what you had described that your friends are telling you is what a lot of us probably feel even for us resellers that online source. It's like, okay, it's super overwhelming. I know what I want to look for, but sometimes it could just take too long because the platforms aren't necessarily conducive to online sourcing. Like that's just not the way that they're designed, but to have something that will pop up or, you know, uh, we'll talk about the app version as well, but if you can go into and you can look for these things and then it populates exactly what you're looking for, that's a game changer. It's a, it's going to save you time and you're finding exactly what it is that you're looking for. And I just, to me, as someone who online sources, I love that <laughs> because yes, I enjoy the process of finding inventory online and it's like, it's still hunting. It's not the same as a thrift store hunt, um, mm -hmm. but it can be a little frustrating because some people put their a bunch of keywords in their listing and their item may pop up but it has nothing to do with what you're looking for um so mm -hmm. does Benny have ways of kind of separating that out 
Yeah. Um, yeah, it's been a, it's been a multi-year journey in terms of like, how do we search through this data and, and I can talk about where we are and, and it's yeah, always it. going to be all, all improving. <laughs> yeah. So, and, and, and to your point, just to start, you know, I think one of the things is like, there's just re-commerce and resell online is just fundamentally different than e-commerce inventory. And, you know, it's all one of one, there's no SKU numbers, the product level data varies, it's very distributed, right? And I think our our strength, um, I believe is really that we we are building the, these tools for resale in particular. So we're thinking about not just like, how do you showcase a product or how do you search in general, but how do you do that within the context of these, um, uh, these challenges, we might say, in terms of the resale data. Um, and so there's a couple of ways. So we essentially on the back end, we have partnerships with, with all of the marketplaces we surface. So we have about uh, 40 marketplaces, third-party marketplaces. Can and I then... just say that's impressive <laughs> that they've all reached back out to you and agreed to be a part of this? Yes. Yeah. It's been, it's been a journey. Some of them took a couple years to get and, and a lot of persistence, but similar to why, you know, why we're so invested in, in working with the resellers, you know, we know this is like a, ideally a win, win, win type of tool, right? Like we're only going to be successful if there's great inventory from the partners. And our, our goal is really just to make that inventory really accessible to everyone. Um, and so we, we really like, started with the strategy of we want to partner with these businesses and make sure we're building it together. But it has been a journey. Now we have about uh, 200 to 50 million listings in our database. So lots of stuff. We we uh, we into, uh, ingest that all and then we normalize it with some AI so we make it a little bit cleaner. And then when we're looking for an item in that database, we use both image search. So in the extension, you're essentially kind of showing us an image of something you want. If you're on the Nike site, we can see, oh, you want these this, these Nike shoes. So we use the image and then we also use the, the text for matching and we kind of have a combination there. In the app, it's just pure text. Um, and so we're kind of always thinking about how are we, how are we weighting certain keywords? How are we weighting the image versus the text? So it's, um, it's an interesting, it's always going to be kind of a journey, but that's how we do it is really by kind of having a combination of technologies to try to get at um, the right product attributes uh, for all the products in our database. Which is hard because when it comes to resale, yeah. <laughs> so many items and so many descriptors and so many brands and one of a kind pieces, like there, there's a lot, mm -hmm. not like the traditional retail inventory piece. Yeah. Yeah. And one of the things, you know, there's, there's, there's just a variety of challenges. So one might be like, if you type black dress in, it's going to be a lot of things in the same way. If you type black dress into Google, it's going to give you a lot of things. And so how do we also think about um, the different, the different experiences on the different platforms for some shoppers, they may want returns, they may want it to be authenticated, or they may want it to be as low price as possible. And so how do we also think about curating it down for them, right? So it's not just typing in black dress and getting a bunch of things that, yeah, they're black dresses in your size, but how do we also start to think about curating it down, thinking about, you know, what's a really good value, you know, starting to use our data to say, oh, this type of item is usually this price, but this one is this price, like you should jump on that. So that's kind of the next layer of, of what we see in terms of our curation and our search tool. The first big challenge was 
how do we just even like search across this data and pull up something that's relevant? And now it's sort of saying, how do we also find the hidden gems? How do we make it a really curated experience for shoppers? So it feels more like a traditional e-commerce experience um, versus like kind of a messy, right. a messy hunt. Right. If someone is typing in a generic search, like you just mentioned, a black dress, how, I mean, how do you even know what to give that person? Do you go by their search history or is that not part of it? Yeah, a little bit. So we, we do, if, uh, so just to, to kind of give a, an overview of the platforms, so we have the extension that's available on desktop Chrome and Safari. It's also available on iOS Safari. Unfortunately, uh, there is no extensions on Android or Chrome. Um, so we have the extension and then we have a searchable site, which is on the app and on, on the web where you can just go and, and type in what you want. And then we also have search alerts via the extension. So if you say, this didn't find what I wanted, keep searching. Um, so that's kind of the platform. I would say, um, one of, so one of the benefits when it comes to, let's say you're searching in the app, if you also have the extension, we can understand your browsing history to your point. Like we see you're browsing on Nike and Anthropology and whatever, ASOS. And so we can start to kind of curate the results based on that data um, for you. That's still, there's still more to do there, but we're, we are trying to understand how can we make it more curated, especially on those more generic searches. And then the second thing is, the benefit of the extension is that image, right? So it's, we get a lot of style information. So instead of just typing in black dress, if there's, you see a picture or a listing um, on ASOS for a black dress that's asymmetrical and cotton and blah, 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 we can get all that information from the picture without you needing to go type it all in. Um, so there's a couple ways we do it and we're all, we're working to kind of make that a very streamlined, understandable experience. But um, as we've discussed, there's, it takes Fun time and it takes there. money. It takes both of those. Yes. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Two things came to my mind when you were talking. The first thing is, does Benny have a capability of inserting an image, like a Google image yet? Not yet. Okay. Not yet. But it's, it is on the horizon. Right. Um, we've heard that from, from some folks. Um, and so it's on the horizon. Yeah. Because I, that's how a lot of us search for things. Like we'll take mm -hmm. a picture or, or we'll insert an image into a Google image and we'll, we'll look that way. Um, yeah. The first thing that came to my mind was you have all this great data. Are you going to share some of it, like buyers' perspective of things, to people who become affiliates or whatever else, you know, in in your program? Yeah, that's a great question. So we did a little bit of sort of like we made a, a high level insights report last year, um, but that is something that's been on our mind um, in terms of um, starting to pull insights out from these the the purchase behavior the listing data um we yeah we haven't done that yet but also on the horizon um i think where we're at right now is sort of we last year was a lot of building out our database building out the product and this year is a really exciting time to say okay we have now 80 percent of us apparel listings at our fingertips like what do we what can we do with that to make um, to democratize resale and really make it easier for for people selling and for people wanting to buy to to access what they want. Um, so it's good to know that that sounds like that might be of interest to to the community. Yes, as as resellers, you will learn as you dive further into our community. We love data. 
and we love to understand buyers because the platforms, while can provide us with some information, it is never enough for us to really fully understand without doing hours of research on our own, of looking at what the bloggers are doing, looking on YouTube, going on all the websites, right? Like that's a lot of what I take on too is um, with the podcast and we have a Patreon group, like we do a lot of these deep dives and we, we find all this information, but it would be really helpful if there was a company out there that like had all this information and would put it all together because it's, it's really useful. And I mean, it's useful as a retail retailers look at their data all the time. They're getting this information, right. As mm-hmm. a reseller, unless you're pulling it yourself or a company is giving it to you, you really don't know what it, what, what it is, what people are really looking for when they're on that app. Cause apps like mm-hmm. that stuff close and we understand that. I yeah. Get it. Yeah. But I mean, it's interesting that they like to keep it co- close. Cause like resellers, uh, especially on obviously peer to peer sites, like you are the ones who are doing the work and, and sourcing the inventory and making the inventory available. So it is silly in my mind. So uh, it's good to hear that. And I think, um, yeah, we were kind of thinking like who, who, for whom would this data be interesting? Um, and I like that idea of, yeah, there you go. I like that idea of kind of, um, yeah, again, working with the folks who are actually doing, doing the work to, to, to inventory the items, just like a brand is thinking, you know, a year in advance, like what are the trends going to be in the, in the next year, we can see what are people searching for? What are they purchasing? How much of like certain brands inventory is available versus others. So um, that's good to know. And, and something I'll, I'll bring back to the team for sure. All right, Sarah, we can just work together. We'll set up meetings. I'll tell you exactly Perfect. what you need, okay? I'm here for it. I'm here for it. We my will co-founder start a is collaboration. A, yeah, my co-founder, Selena, is a, is a data scientist. So she loves to get oh, into the data. So if that. she gets a fun project to do that, I'm sure she would She would love that. Um, I'm curious what your perspective on reselling is and resellers in general, because I feel like there's always this misconception out there on social media and everything that resellers are bad and that we are you know hiking up thrift store prices and all of these things when reality that's that's not what's happening there's so much stuff we overconsume so like it's just it's insane what how much we consume yeah um so i'm curious to hear your perspective as someone who is in the fashion field and kind of sees it all what what what's your perspective on that yeah, it's a great question. I it's interesting because I do think like the reality is is our goal is to make e-commerce uh, a much bigger part of how we buy, how we use, and then pass on the things that we have in our life, right? And as that happens, the market is going to change, right? It's not going to be one dollar when you go to Goodwill because more and more people are understanding that there's value in the in those in those items. And so the pricing's gonna gonna like change. It, it's interesting with I mean I like I've been to Posh Fest a couple of times now and I am not an expert reseller myself, but I am just blown away by how much work it takes to, you know, to sort through the items, to list the items, to price the items to ship the items, right? There's a lot of logistics involved. And so I, I have no, like, I think that that should be properly priced. I do think that people, we have this at Imperfect Foods as well. So Imperfect would take like 
an apple that is not, that is sort of misshapen, but it still tastes like an apple. And the reality is it costs the same amount to pick an ugly apple than it does to pick a perfectly beautiful apple. But people would expect the ugly apple to to be priced lower. And so it's just this interesting cognitive dissonance, I think, with the, the end consumer. And we've found that a lot of our buyer, like the, the shoppers, particularly folks who are new to resale, are often looking for at least a 30% discount to new, even on like basically brand new items. And it's just fascinating to me because it's like, well, but isn't 10% discount also good? Um, so I think that there, there is some cognitive dif- dissonance between what people expect when they're buying resale and the reality of what it takes to resell an item, which you all know. And I'm I'm hoping that we can be part of sort of educating shoppers on that reality so it doesn't, it, they don't have the sense that they're being kind of taken advantage of. The more that you understand about the industry, the more you feel confident in in kind of partaking in it and valuing everyone who's a part of it. Um, so that's kind of my my goal um, there. And I also hope, you know, with with Benny and, and ideally by making resale more accessible, more, you know, like more shoppers will flow into resale. It'll become a more efficient market. People can move their inventory more quickly, right? So hopefully it'll help resellers business as well. So that was a little bit uh, winding, but that's my general perspective. Yeah, I think it's, I think there's like this, just this misconception that happened probably during the COVID times, right? Because you had these people who were jumping into reselling that had never done it before, had never heard of it before, but they're like, I need to make money. Like I need to do something, right? I'm, my job is closed down for X amount of time and I can't collect for whatever reason. Maybe they were 1099, whatever it is, right? So I feel like there's just this misconception that has happened where bots buy everything and people price everything up. Perfect example, these new Stanley Cups from Target and Starbucks that just happened the other day, right? Mm-hmm. Like, unless you're in the resale world, and you're immersed in it, you don't understand why prices are the way that they are. Because there are plenty of times that buyers have come to even me and they're like, well, I saw this on the website on sale this week for 40% off. We'll go buy it from the website. I'm mm-hmm. not for Lane. I'm not made well. I can't do mm-hmm. that. You know what I mean? Yeah. I may yeah. want sales in my business when I see fit, but mm-hmm. I'm not them. And I think- yeah that's where the disconnect happens. Like, well, these people just go out, they buy things, they price them high, and then they just pray that someone buys it for that price point. But then you have people that really understand what resale is and Mm -hmm. how valuable quality pieces are. And that even if this piece retailed for $200 and this person is selling it on eBay or Poshmark or Macari, wherever, for 150, that's still a deal because I know I won't be able to get it for less than that on the website. And if it does happen- I just happen to be on there at the right time with the color and size that I want. Yeah. Um, So many people look for one of a kind pieces that certain color that's limited edition or a style that they, a brand no longer makes. And that increases value when it comes to resale. I I just don't think the general population, first of all, general population doesn't even understand secondhand clothing, right? Like Mm -hmm. we're in the beginning stages of people really grasping what that means. People get it but they still associate it with like a negative connotation. Like, yeah. Yeah. It's interesting. I think like, I think it's definitely less though of like, I would never do that. Right. You know, right. like, it's I feel like the con- 
Exactly. Yeah. I would say for most of the folks we've talked to, it, it's not, yeah, there's not a stigma around it, but it is a confusion and it's sort of still a bit of a mistrust. And I do think that there's something that, you know, on the platforms also, like we know that people have had, especially if it's their first time, if you don't have a good experience, someone doesn't ship the item, it doesn't come, right? Which does happen, but often less than people assume that sort of gets blown out of, you know, that gets a lot more attention than the everyday awesome buys that people find. And so we are also thinking about how do we, how do we help pass people to, you know, like expert sellers to inventory that, you know, to authenticated inventory, if like it's their first time and they want that, right? So how do we also make sure people start to have good first experiences so that mistrust um, decreases? Because I do think, I do think that there is, there is, yeah, the, the negative connotation for some shoppers is more of a mistrust and a confusion than it is a like stigma that it's like, quote unquote, gross, like maybe it used to be. Um, so yeah, and I, I think one thing that's also interesting in the world of resale that I'm sort of still de developing an opinion on is um, like excess inventory from brands that's also being sold on these platforms or even new items that are being sold on those platforms, right? So like, and I think that adds to the confusion. And I don't necessarily think, particularly excess inventory, don't necessarily think it's bad, but it also does give a market. It kind of gives a, an out for brands to overproduce. Um, yeah. And I think that that can kind of add to the confusion, which is why in Benny, we really try through our partnerships to really just pull pre-owned, like, items from resellers because it's just an easier way to start um but I think if you go on eBay as just an individual person you might be confused of like what are you actually getting um you brought up authenticity and there's I, there's like no way well there is a way to know if something's authentic or not right because we there are we know there are companies that pop up on all these platforms that sell counterfeit goods we, we know it happens you can search it and you'll see yeah. it. Does your um, extension platform um, have any way of kind of filtering through that so that a buyer is not led to something that is counterfeit? So it's hard. It's a hard ask. <laughs> so not directly right now. The way we've started is we have a filter for um, items that are like explicitly listed as authenticated. So okay. from platforms like the real real or certain items on let's say eBay that, that are authenticated. Obviously we have no control over that authentication process, but we can right, right. say, you know, for, you know, maybe items of a certain price, certain brands, new to resale sellers, we have that filter for them. And we're going to start to kind of like guide people through that path mm -hmm. a little bit more. We also, um, are looking more into what kind of data we get on individual sellers. And so if, you know, we, we don't really want to be um, passing somebody to a seller that doesn't have a good track record right? broadly. Um, and so starting to think about that, I think in terms of the actual counterfeit, we have thought about if there's a way to use our data to an AI to kind of pattern match if something seems counterfeit. The challenge is that like, 
it's typically not the image and the data that uh-huh. is seems counterfeit is the actual item you receive so we're trying we've thought about that that's not really where we're going to play right now Um, we're more going to kind of lean on what the platforms are doing and help people find the platform that fits best for them yeah it it would be a a big ask to have you guys try because there are times that mm, these companies we'll call them companies are on these platforms and they're using actual photos of the real life So how are you going, how does anyone know until you get the piece in and you're opening up a case and you're like, this, this is not real. Exactly. Exactly. And so that's where we kind of, we kind of did a little bit of a project on that. And then we came to realize that. And so we were like, we, we wouldn't really be able to train a model on, on that. Um, We could, you know, and that's where we assume that there's sort of a feedback loop within those platforms that like, if you receive a counterfeit item, you flag it to eBay or Poshmark and they start to do that. So, so we're kind of relying on the platform, but it is, you know, um, we want to make sure that especially our shoppers who tend to be newer to resale have a good experience, as I mentioned. And so we are always thinking about how do we do that? How do we make it more curated? How do we get them to, to a place that makes them feel comfortable and they start to develop that habit and that kind of intuition of what, um, what works for them. So I know, um, you guys partner with the real, real rebag. Do you partner with fashion file as well? Um, I should know this. We don't partner with fashion file right now. No, we partner with, um, there's a list on our website. I know I I know all of them, but they're only two that came to my, off my head was rebag and um the real real because i've i've seen them come up when i've looked for them yeah yeah we also partner like there's there's some smaller ones so her age for example is out of out of italy they have for, for more luxury items the brand collector um folks like that um and then yeah it, but in terms of authentication um it's mostly the real real i think vestiaire has some authentication um rebag um a few smaller brands as well but um, yeah. So our luxury resellers who are listening, who source luxury can use this extension and feel safe that the brands and the, um, websites that are coming up, you guys back, you know, the, the products are there. You know, I I think when it comes to luxury sourcing, that's where people get hung up on because Mm -hmm. just never know. It's always a risk, right? So you want trusted websites that other companies have backed to be able to go on and by using Benny, it actually makes it a lot easier to find specific styles that you're looking for on these other platforms. Because when you go to Poshmark and eBay and search for some of these, like it's hard. <laughs> it is not. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It's hard. And, and I think, you know, for the, the, hopefully the aggregation in and of itself is, is valuable. Even if you could go on Poshmark and eBay and search and get results, Ideally, with Benny, you don't have to do that. You can just start at Benny, um, and and we do that aggregation for you. Obviously, still room to improve. So, if anyone's listening and uses it, please send feedback through the feedback forms. Um, but that's our goal too, because they they're all one of one. So, if you want to find something specific, ideally, you don't have to open up twenty tabs. Um, first of all, know all the resale sites, and then go to all the resale sites search the items ideally you can just go straight to Benny and if you yeah want it from an authenticated you know a reseller that authenticates you have that ability um to kind of make it work for you devil's advocate 
someone I'm sure is listening and saying, well, what's the difference between me going on Google and searching for this versus me using Benny? Yeah, so Google um, Google Shopping is relatively similar to Benny in the sense that the resellers have to uh, share their product feeds with Google directly. And a lot of resellers don't um, because Google is not designed for resale and resale inventory is weird, right? And it's all one of one. It has to be updated very regularly. And so um, one thing is just the access to um, to the world of resale and that kind of we're designed for that. And then on the on the point of we're designed for it, it it's only resale our our algorithms are designed for resale so we understand things like nwt or uh, any of these kind of specific yeah. specifics um and and have filters that are again designed for resale whereas if you you know go on google and use either just google search or google shopping it's sort of uh, you can kind of get there and especially with the big ones like a Poshmark you know you can maybe find something but it's sort of trying to fit re-commerce into the e-commerce mold whereas we're designing Benny as really a search engine designed for re-commerce um, that that makes it as easy as e-commerce but isn't um, trying to but is is taking into account all the all the uh, challenges that come with it. You brought up a good point because when you, as a reseller, search in Google for something, the first things that generally come up are that specific brand in their website and not the item that you're looking for or yeah. Farfetch or Revolve, right? Like one of those big retailers that have that brand, but it's not necessarily what it is you're looking for unless it's a brand new piece that you found that you just want to get more information on. That doesn't happen often, right? We would love for it to happen often, but it doesn't. Uh, so yeah, a really great point with that because Google, yes, is our friend and we can use it as research for when you are really searching for specific things that are secondhand, it really doesn't give you the same results. Yeah. Yeah. It's a little hit or miss and, and yeah, love Google, but Google is, has a lot of, um, has a lot of people that they're trying to serve and a lot of people who are paying money to say, be lots of money that goes lots of it. money lots of stakeholders and so um we i also use google obviously but i think benny is you know a tool that is is just a lot more specific and so what we what we like to say especially for shoppers but also for resellers sort of like check benny before you check out like just check it um and you may find something that doesn't pop up elsewhere. Um, okay, so we've kind of alluded to it this so far since we've been talking for the last, you know, 40 minutes. Um, what else Benny has to offer besides the extension and how you guys have kind of expanded over the last two and a half, we'll say three years? Yeah, so, so yeah, we sort of think, we, I sort of think of Benny as like, um, almost like your personal secondhand shopper or like, there's different ways to think about it. So we started with the extension, um, browser extension, and um, we started there because Benny's Benny's primary target, you know, primary kind of customer that we're serving is shoppers, right? People who are shopping a lot, people who are on ASOS and Revolve and shopping around. And we want to say, you know, we want to bring resale to them. And so that that's the extension. And I would say when it comes to folks who are, um, very well versed in resale. Um, typically, that's not the, the the tool for those folks because often you're if you're well versed in resale, you're not going to be on the mainline sites as much. Um, 
we have heard some folks use it, um, resellers use it as a bit of like pricing um, information. So if you're selling uh, Lululemon Align, you can go on Lululemon Align, pull up many, and you can see all the existing resale listings and, and the prices for those. Um, but then we built Benny Search. So this is more designed for folks who are thinking secondhand first. It, it is technically still in beta, so it's a little bit more bare bones, but it's it's a searchable site like uh, like a Google. It's in the Benny app um, and it's also available via our website. Um, you can you can find find it there. And you can just simply, you know, type in a keyword, type in an item you want, um, and we'll pull up from our aggregated database as well. Um, and then the last thing we have um, is uh, alerts. So right now they're only in the extension, but they'll also be in Benny Search. Where again, if you, as either a shopper or a reseller, say anytime these Madewell jeans are available, like let me know. Um, you can set up an alert, and you know a lot of the resale sites themselves have alerts. But again, the benefit of Benny is it's from all of the all of the sites you don't have to go set them individually um so really kind of when you think of benny as a secondhand shopper it's sort of like the benny extension is as if i as your like personal shopper went with you to nordstrom and you picked out a shirt and i said oh hey here's like a, the same or similar shirt from a thrift store mm -hmm. if you think of benny search it's kind of like the personal shopper is going with you to the thrift stores in themselves and helping you curate items from the thrift stores and if you think of Benny Alerts, it's sort of like a personal shopper texting you. They're saying, hey, I just went to the thrift store. I found this leather jacket. Do you want it? So that's kind of the, the platform as a whole. That's a great explanation. I Thank love you. That. You're welcome. <laughs> We've worked uh, on it. <laughs> Benny Search is my favorite because I just, I don't know. It's just the way that it works for me. Maybe it's the way that I like to search for things. I find it easier. I like the app. I, I have the extension it doesn't serve me the same way because mm -hmm. I'm not generally on the retail site. You know what I mean? Like I'm yeah, exactly what you explained. I need to give me all the, give me all the details. And then I can yeah. save this because this is an item that I like to source. And I want to know when someone on Poshmark lists it for $25, you send me that alert so I can go in and go pick it up. Or someone lists this luxury piece for 200, but I know it can resell for 800. You, you know what I mean? Like mm -hmm. yeah. that is, the perk. And I know that platforms have, like you said, done that, but you're at the liberty of the platform and mm -hmm. you need to be, you need to have those notifications on and constantly like, it's different with Benny. It's just, a, it's like this little separate little entity that just pops up and it's like, hi. Yeah. <laughs> hey, here's something. <laughs> yeah. I love that. And that's the goal. And, and one thing that we are thinking about is, is to your point of saying, if it's $25, let me know. And so um, right now it's really just, hey, alert me when this thing's available. But also we're thinking of how do we make those more curated? So it's like based on the price, based on the platform, things like that. So it's, so it can help um, help narrow that down as well. Our goal is to say like, we want it to be super easy. Like it's really easy to buy stuff new. They make it very easy for you. So we want to make it just as easy to find and buy things secondhand if, uh, based on what you're actually looking for. Yeah, I'm sure there's people that are listening who online source and they're and they're like, I I gotta I'm gonna download this right now because I can please do <laughs> please do. So for those who um, us resellers, you know, we love we love to find little ways to make money, promote brands, all that kind of stuff. I know you had mentioned that Benny has opportunities. 
Yeah. Yeah. So we, a lot, our, a big goal of ours uh, this year is to, to grow our community. Um, and so we have a couple ways that we also want to make it rewarding and easy for people to do that. So we have, um, for anyone who uses Benny in the extension and in the app, there's a referral link um, in your profile. So we'll, we'll start, you can kind of earn earn rewards, earn little goodies for, for sharing Benny with your friends. Um, and then we also have more of a kind of affiliate type program where you can get paid per download, per install. So um, for that, just email us. We don't have that sort of publicly available, but if you want to share it out with your community um, with that specific link, um, we would love for that, for, for, for you to do that and for you to get rewarded. So you can just email me at sarah at joinbenny.com and I can get you to the right person. That's wonderful. And I didn't ask this in the beginning. This is my fault. Pregnancy brain. How big is your team? Yes, we are about seven full time. So we're still pretty small. Um, yeah, but, so yeah, but, but it's, that's it's impressive. Not tiny, but it's not not huge. So um, so yeah, we have we have a couple marketing folks, we have some engineering folks. Um, and uh, we can we're a small team. So we can definitely get you to the right people if you if you just email me. That's it's so I, I love hearing that, that it's a small team because it's been really successful. You've been on, I mean, featured in Bloomberg, Marie Claire, all these different places. So it's not, I mean, you're, you're making headway. People are paying attention to it. Thank you. Yeah, we're, we're doing our best. We have a great, a great PR firm that has helped us a small PR firm, also female led, not intentional, but (laughs) you know, sometimes that that happens. Um, And it's been great. I mean, we're really lucky to, to be at a time in the resale conversation around resale where people are paying attention people want to talk about it. They sort of understand that it's here to stay. Um, we also use a lot of AI. So there's a lot of benefit, you know, there's a lot of things that we are just lucky to be kind of in, in the zeitgeist a little bit. Um, but we, you know, our goal, for example, we were um, lucky to be on the Today Show, which was sort of mm-hmm. happenstance. <laughs> but the reason I shared is because it's sort of exactly why we built Benny, where a lot of times, which, which you sort of alluded to earlier, it's hard for folks who are expert resellers or people who have sort of figured it out to share it with their friends who are not. Like people used to ask me, how do you shop online? And I would send them a paragraph long answer, like first go here and then go here. And these are the keywords you should use. And we designed Benny really ideally to be super shareable, to be that thing that, you know, the Today Show or individuals can say, hey, if you want to try secondhand shopping, just download Benny, like, that's all you have to do and they'll do the work for you. So, um, so yeah, we're lucky to be part of the conversation and, and excited to continue to grow as, as the whole industry grows. Speaking of the industry, I think it's important to talk about where we think resale secondhand will be in the next five years or so. Um, where do you see that being in the space? You've seen it grow over the last few years. Where do you see that trajectory going? Yeah, it's, it's interesting. So I, I, I see it growing, obviously. Um, But one of my, one of the most interesting pieces that I remember seeing recently is um, in ThreadUp's retail report, which we're lucky to have them put that together. um, They, you know, you can see the trajectory of of resale growing, but they also note that 60% of that growth is likely to come from new to resale shoppers. And so that's really where Benny comes in, where 
if we're going to realize this growth, and this is also a trend that um, Business of Fashion included in, I think, two years ago, they're, they're, they did a big report on, on resale, is really, if we're going to have kind of the best case scenario of resale growing, and, and especially online resale, we need to do a better job of bringing more people into the space, right? It's, I think there's, there's people who have understood how to do it. They're kind of the early adopters or fast followers, right? But if we're going to get kind of mass adoption, it needs to be a lot easier. The user experience needs to be better. It needs to be a lot more integrated into e-commerce. And so that's really where, where Benny's focused on. And I think that if we do that, I think that it will continue to grow at, at a really fast pace, um, which it needs to from a sustainability perspective as well. Um, but I think that 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 it's a little bit contingent on the ability of actually getting folks who say that they want to buy secondhand actually building that into their shopping habit. Um, and that's that's where we're focused on, at least. Yeah, and I think you guys are on the right track because for those who want to take that jump, it's not the easiest jump to take. Um, mm -hmm. And it, because it can have that overwhelming feeling to it. And some people just don't like walking into a thrift store because yeah. it's too much. There's just their stuff and I don't know where to start and I don't really understand it. And I only have a half hour and a half hour isn't going to work really necessarily in a thrift store, especially if you really want to look around, depends on the size. Yeah. Where if you're comfortable using these online resources and using something like Benny, you can sit down after you eat on the couch. We all sit on the couch after we're done eating, right? We're all watching yeah. thing or whatever. And you get your computer or your phone and you just start to dive in that way. And you can kind of do it at your own pace. You wake up in the middle of the night sometimes, you can't sleep, guilty of that. You go on, you start searching for things. Like it's yeah. just, I think people get more comfortable that way. And technology has grown so much and people have gotten more accustomed to using their phones for things. Mm -hmm. um, so I, I do think you guys are making great, great headway and all that. And it's so exciting to um, even see an ex a tool like this be out there because this is something that, I mean, the reselling space we've talked about for a long time, like it would be so easy if there was just a way for us to look for exactly what it is that we want, get these search results and just dive in instead of like having to find websites to go on, right? And search and have all, yeah. this, and all this other stuff. So I appreciate you guys. <laughs> That's for well, sure. thank you. Thank you. And, and I wanted to add one other thing yeah, that I was thinking when you kind of mentioned the, the thrift store overwhelm. Another thing that I've noticed in my conversations is the relationship between style and like stylists and styling and thrifting because a lot of, I remember we in an early in, interview around Benny, this uh, this woman who was college age sort of said like kind of with embarrassment she was like I don't shop secondhand because like I don't really know what to buy and so I go on you know I go on ASOS or whatever and they tell me what to buy and I buy it right and so that was one of the reasons with Benny is like okay you can still do that like use that as a style guide and we'll but we'll find it for you secondhand mm -hmm. but I I we're thinking a lot about you know, how do we help stylists and help cur content curators and folks who are helping people navigate what to buy, then find like, find that version secondhand. Because right now, those folks really, the only option they have is to say, now go buy it on Abercrombie and Fitch or whatever. And so, and I found this too, like, especially an in-person thrift store can be overwhelming when you don't really have a sense of like, your personal style, because there's not they're not like 
it's not the brand who's saying like, here's this rack of clothing that we have deemed fashionable. Um, And so that's not necessarily, I don't necessarily have like an answer there, but it's something we've been thinking a lot about of sort of as retail and these kind of shopping for one of one items becomes more popular. I think style and a sense of your own style um, is going to become more important too. And so we're thinking about how can we, how can we help stylists also kind of um, deliver resale op- options to their clients? I, when we get off, I have people that you can connect with that do like okay, perfect. styling, colorist type stuff. So I'll send them. Love it. Yes. Love it. <laughs> this is networking, guys. This is what we do. <laughs> exactly. This is the only way, because honestly, especially as a startup and tapping into the resale space, I mean, the resellers know what they're talking about. <laughs> <laughs> yeah a hundred percent I mean I I love like I said going to Posh Fest was one of the times we met we've met so many folks there and like you all are the experts in this space and so that's you know it's critical to understand the perspective and you know so many people and so again Benny is really about kind of connections it's about kind of connecting folks to inventory but also like kind of being a bit of a connector in the space so I would love to to get to know as many people as 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 possible. Love that. Oh, this is so good. It was so fun getting to know you, Sarah. And like understanding the backstory of Benny and everything, because I mean anyone can Google Benny and see what it is, but to actually hear the process and what the goal and the mission is and and what you're working towards. I mean, that's the exciting stuff, especially to someone who's in the space, right? And someone who loves fashion. I I love and, and and I love that it's females doing it on top of it, right? So I it was just really exciting to even have this opportunity to get to know you guys, to be on the podcast, everything. Just thank you. I appreciate it so much. Well, thank you. I appreciate you you doing this and and kind of bringing the community get together. And um, so it was such a great conversation. Um, and excited to continue to stay a part of this community and the resale community writ large. Is there anything you want to add before we sign off for the day? Any big plans for Benny in the next few months? We're, we're growing. That's our, that's our goal and making the search better. So, and the app is getting a facelift uh, pretty soon. So keep an eye out for some fun changes. Um, And, and as I said, truly please uh, email me, Sarah with an H at joinbenny.com. I, Love feedback. I want to hear from folks um, and, and download Bunny. It's free. Why not? <laughs> yes. All of that will be in the show notes for you guys. Sarah's email, the Benny website, uh, all that stuff. So make sure as soon as you can, maybe you already downloaded it. I don't know. But if you didn't download it now, because you can listen to a podcast and download at the same time, um, <laughs> download the extension if you want, however you think it's going to work for you. Download both at first and then play around with it because that's what I did uh, and find what works best for you. And then, yeah, maybe Benny will be back. Maybe there'll be some big update and Benny decides to come back on Thrifters Villa. <laughs> I, I hope so. I mean, we're, we've got big plans. So as, as we continue to grow, I'd love to, to share it with the community and, and be a part of the conversation. Perfect. Well, thank you guys so much for listening to this first episode of season five, which is just crazy. Uh, I'll be back next week. I don't know what we're going to Listen, we've got different ideas for next week, but we haven't exactly solidified which episode it's going to be. So just stay tuned for that. And uh, we'll be back next time. Bye, guys.